Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. It is our best friend podcast where we talk about whatever the five we want. Five. The number five. Number five, because this is. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Sank. Chinque. Ah. In somewhere in the world, somewhere someone the, yeah. counts to fifth. Correct, correct. Yeah, welcome to season fifth. Season fifth of T42. <laughs> I'm can so you believe I'm it. So, I cannot. Yeah, I think very long already. We do a lot of this. Yeah, I, I know. I feel like we need to stop saying this because I think at this point people are just going like, yeah, we know you guys like uh don't know why you keep doing it. No, it's because we love the sound of our voice. Yeah, we love the sound of our voice. We just <laughs> I, love I our really voice. think so. Anyway, this is season five. Yeah, we've been away for a couple of months. Correct. We have heard. Our dear listeners, we have mm. heard your cries for us to return to the airwaves. Totally. And so here we are. Yeah, yet again. Yet again. <laughs> yeah. Your cries came up uh, through Instagram, face to face, sometimes yeah. accosting us. Correct. You know, we appreciate, we appreciate. We appreciate, Thanks. appreciate. Thanks. And now <laughs> this effluvia is pouring into your ear. <laughs> effluvia. Yet again. That's such a gross word. Yeah. Um, we, we actually did try to record a couple of episodes in the intervening time. We like, did. Like, you know, when the whole shit storm around, like, the political scandals in Singapore happened. Yeah. Your girls, actually, we recorded yeah. an emergency episode. Okay? We responded. We did, we did. We were timely. We even... We we did it over Zoom Correct And we made a Zoom video And that was our mistake And that was our mistake <laughs> Because Zoom fucking sucks For this kind of thing Yeah Yeah, yeah And it, it just It was so cha-cha We it, were just like You know yeah. what I feel like Our standards are low But they're not Correct low We didn't have the technology To do it properly or so It just kept switching screens It was just not It was great. not giving The sound wasn't it was not giving. good Yeah uh, But we had really good chats But maybe, it just wasn't maybe, good Yeah Maybe yeah. we'll upload it Onto uh, our <gasps> Our what? Our, our, okay wait 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 Our uh, what? Housekeeping band. No. Okay, some of you may already know, but we Correct. have a Patreon. Yeah, we your girls. Your girls have a Patreon, which finally are trying to be girl bosses. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to cash in on this a little bit, lah. Uh, what was the word to give us a bit of co- co- coffee, coffee money? Uh, coffee money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically where we put out episodes where we just wanna have a little bit of fun. You know, play with the format a bit. Yeah, or huh? where we need to put some things behind a paywall, otherwise get into trouble. Uh, is, is the yeah, illusion, illusion the of safety? Yeah, it's, the, it's the mere <laughs> illusion of safety. <laughs> So what is the URL of our Patreon, dear oh, Kishan? You just have to search T42 Podcast Patreon. Mm. Yeah, so it's patreon.com slash T42 Podcast. It's so like, you know, to entice y'all further to get onto our Patreon. Oh my <gasps> god, are we those people? We're those people. Yeah, we're those, yeah, people. We're those people. We lean in, lean we in. We uploaded it. a two-part National Day special Correct. onto Patreon. Trust me, it's very fucked up. It is it's very insane. It is like, I'm not sure listening to it, what possessed us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we just literally just went on for <laughs> three yeah. hours. We just we, talked. We just improvised a whole fucking thing for like three hours nonstop. Yeah, pure from our brains. Just it just it yeah. just came out filth. Yeah, disgusting. Effluvia. Effluvia. <laughs> and if you pay five dollars <laughs> to subscribe. You can listen to it too. Yeah We yeah. feed you this By the heap fools mm. Yeah Anyway As part of today's housekeeping um, mm. I think we should thank um, The first movers The early subscribers <laughs> First movers Yeah like the venture capitalists Oh my god Yeah who have put money mm, Into our, our Patreon. Patreon So those of you Who haven't subscribed Please bear with Or skip forward lah, huh? yeah, We're correct. going to uh, Recite their names Yeah we're going to recite The names of all uh, At this point 48 uh, Patreon uh, members 48 is a handsome number It's a ha- yeah. handsome, handsome number, number. Okay indeed. we're going to do A kind of like Gratitude ceremony Correct okay. correct Gratitude Bell mm. Mm. Brenda Tang Thanks uh, W.Y. Chowder Thanks. Don't say wrong or not Bus Riot Thanks uh, Vanessa Tan Thanks Max Click Thanks. Kang. Thanks Angelica Thanks Jessica Chan Thanks Edlin Ng Thanks Timothy Miso Thanks Juani Johari Thanks Tia Yantong Thanks Zeng En Six oh, I cannot read Nicholas Dirus Thanks Mark Tui Thanks 
Jan Janio Bags Samuel Bags Wow, only halfway. Hold on. Zoe Bags Elsie Bags Azim Merchant Bags Min Franklin Bags Nair Lair Terima kasih. <laughs> Switching it up. Uh. Kang Yes, yeah. Roy Merci L-L-H. beaucoup. Jenny Kui mm, Thanks. HF Thanks. Sure and Kwa Hannah Chua Thank you. Azura Farid Thanks. Bing Tian Li Thanks. Thanks. Joel Thanks. Thanks. Squiglet Kamsia Vic. Merci. Don T. Encore. Ashley Sim. Gracias. <laughs> Go Tiong An. Gracias. Ang Sin. Napra. Mkoi Sai. Clement Kwa. Thank you. Desmond. Thank you. Tessa. Thank you. Robin Tan. Thank you. Dom. Thank you. Bobby Luo. Thank you. Gerald. Thank you. And Wayne. Thank you. <laughs> we won't ever do this again. No. Yeah, this is only for the first movers. Yeah, it's the, the first, first movers. movers. Thank you very much. You all deserve it. So much trust in us. Mm. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Jordan, have yes. you got a play coming out? I eh? do, I do. What is this play about? Um, The play is called God is a Woman. Mm. It is a scathing satire on censorship in Singapore. Amazing. Inspired by the sort of like relentless and absurd letter writing campaigns that sometimes happen when people try and get something from like um, the public sphere cancelled. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. Artwork la, concert la, Girl. Uh, human beings la, t- uh, <laughs> books in the library la. Yeah, Don't like what you do, you write letters. Correct. These letters usually come from a particular segment of society I mean, la. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Uh, I, don't okay. know. I have feelings. Yeah, I have yeah. feelings. Mm. Mm. So I've written a play where something like that happens to Ariana Grande in Singapore. La. Eh? Yeah. Ariana Grande? Hilarity ensues. <laughs> yes. Ariana Grande. <laughs> who, Hilarity yeah, who ensues. App- who apparently is going through some kind of like homewrecker era right now. Is she? I don't know. I mean, I don't follow Ariana Grande I news. Don't, I don't know so. Yeah, I've only recently started listening to all of Ariana Grande. In research in, for the... Well, that. just so that I can answer people when they go like, what's your favourite Ariana Grande song? What's your favourite Ariana Grande song? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, still listening, still listening. Oh, still listening. I'm still going yeah. through a discography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm mm. pretty sure it's the... <laughs> when you want it, get it. <laughs> da, 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 da. What song is that? I don't know. I forget. But we were dancing to it that one in clubs maybe like five, six years ago. Yeah, amazing. Yes. Where can people get tickets, girl? Oh, uh, Sistic. Out already. You can go to the Wild Rice website. Yeah, Confirm can find. Confirm can find. Another play of mine is actually opening this week. This week, um, my old, a play that I wrote many years ago called Mosaic. Yeah. Ten years ago, I wrote it. Some to Singapore canon already. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if people are still interested in restaging it ten years after the fact, maybe uh, maybe got chance. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's a great it, play. I don't think it will ever be studied in schools. We'll find out, sis. I don't we'll think so. Out. Got too many F words. Hey. There's a line inside that goes, fuck my nana. <laughs> you tell me which school is going to put it in. Maybe 1101ENUS. Uh. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Tell me about it. If you study this play in <laughs> NUS, let me know. Yeah, that's yeah so but nice. this is opening at the Esplanade Waterfront Theatre on the 17th of August. Nice. Yeah, it's a new can, space, right? Yeah, it's a beautiful theatre. It's, a, oh, it's like never seen it's a 540 so seater. Very excited. Girl, you've got a lot going mm. on. Thanks, 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 thanks. So very, very nervous, very excited. Mm, thanks. Yeah, good for mm, you. Please buy tickets, please buy tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. A lot, a lot, a lot. How about good. you, Kisha? What's been new with you? I mean, I've started work in a new place and hey. everything is great. I'm very excited. I've never I've never been so excited to go back to the classroom and just explore and just I have a lot of ideas percolating. Mm. But you know this thing where like you start something new, but you are like, I'm really in my late 30s. <gasps> I'm really in my late 30s. And so when you're just, there's this thing about like, yes, I'm excited, but I also want to sleep. You yes, know, I also yes, want yes, to yes. just watch Netflix. Yes, yes, I also yes. want to play my PS5. Yes. So I have to combat these two feelings, you know, and like, you know, just find a nice little middle again. But I am excited. Like, I really am excited to get back into the classroom to just be happy and excited about teaching how, again. How, I, okay, I guess like, I have to ask Please. on behalf of all of our listeners because we've <laughs> all undergone, we've all gone through your like uh, mm. MOE trauma together, right? Truly. So it's like, d- how is this new working environment, this new non-MOE mm. working environment? A lot more accepting. Mm. Like, I, 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 off the bat, like stated immediately that I'm queer and and that I'm involved in all sorts of queer things and, and, and I, you know, my, my, my hobbies are involved going to 
queer clubs and enjoying queer music and enjoying being in the company of queer people and no one bad I yeah it's kind of like uh, why are you telling us no no it's, like, it was, it's just like what do you do for fun <laughs> many of them are like oh my god take me to um, queer club you know because some of them from all, oh, many of them new, are all over the, the world mm. yeah and they all want to go many of them want to go to a queer club some of them are queer themselves and they're asking me oh, how do I survive or how do I be <laughs> as a queer survive is very strong I love that we should make an episode <laughs> that's basically a survival guide to, for queer expats <laughs> Right. Welcome <laughs> you know the, to Singapore. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. But, First, but, yeah. find yourself a local Chinese mate. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm very excited. I'm okay. happy and in a better place. Very good. Very great. Very yeah. good. Happy to hear. Happy to hear. Huh? Have you watched any um fun shows lately? Girl. I watched Heartstopper. I I did. Oh, I no. watched the whole. I mean, this this writing off what you're saying about yeah. like you know being a queer teacher. Right? Yeah. I watched the whole season two of Heartstopper. Okay. I couldn't help myself. I could not help. Did myself. you like it? Have we talked about Heartstopper on this on this podcast before? No, I, I watched season one. Oh, I don't know okay. if I can bring myself to watch season two right now. Okay, but what what are your like m- like reactions to season one? Okay, it's very cute, very lovey dovey. I think it appeals to the like the Gen Z and beyond. No, girl, I think it's not. But I don't think it's real Gen Z. Uh, yeah, and beyond like, Yeah, yeah, and, and oh, earlier. Oh, earlier. Right, right. Yeah, I I I I don't think it's very real. Like the only way, like the only way I could really watch Heartstopper two. Okay, it was through Tix- Trixie and Katya, the, the queens. Oh, that like, was so good. Like yeah. that, it was like they, that was enough for me. That 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 level of cynicism. <laughs> it was. I was looking forward to it as I was watching season two of Heartstopper. I was like, you know what? I can't wait to see Trixie and Katya react to this because it's what I I need. I need to restore some like adult like perspective. Yes, yeah. correct. It it just didn't feel real as they were talking about it. I was like, oh my god, yeah, this is not how teenagers react. Teenagers yeah. will be on each other. I mean. In a way, I kind of admire the project of having a show about gay teenagers like in a relationship who are having conversations about whether or not to have sex. So at one point they go like, oh, you know, I kind of want to down the line, but not right now. Which, you know, like respect, respect. It's sure. very, it's very like okay. This is like uh, seek consent, consent, yeah. Sexy. It's very modeling that. a very yeah. mature way into it. Correct. Right? It's, 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 it's. But I also kind of wondering is like, is this a symptom of like, you know, like there's, there's these like Gen Z kids and kids are younger who are just like a bit like anti-sex or who are just like... Are they anti-sex? Yeah, I think they look at millennials, right? And then they think we're just like sexed up all the time and all we can talk <laughs> about is sex. And if you listen to this podcast, maybe you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> so maybe we are a bit like, we are maybe we are just horny fucking bitches because we're so repressed. Maybe. And now that they have like all of this like maybe. laid out for them, they don't want. Correct. They Correct. don't want. Yes, because when you have, the, it's, it's the tyranny of choice that you're yeah. like, you have everything out there if you feel like I yeah. have it in my life. Sex is not enigmatic or mysterious. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's sex uncool maybe oh god wait let me press the button yeah I I don't want to live in this world like I've only just gotten around to like maybe enjoying sex a little bit and like the kids don't think it's cool the kids don't create what the world should be it's just a world for them we are all living in our own little multiverses no 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 the kids don't create the world but they do like look at you funny (laughs) you know the kids look at you funny funny. can I confess that like I this is so embarrassing to admit but like when I walk past a group of teenagers I knew you were going to say that I instantly become very (laughs) self-conscious I knew you were going to say that because I I, I just know that they're saying mean things about me why you firstly they're probably not Not saying mean things about you because they couldn't care less secondly why would you care even if they did okay First of all, they <laughs> should care more because do they know who the fuck I am? Do Girl, they know who I am? This question needs to retire. You need to retire. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep asking, do you know who I am until someone says, Oh my god, of course, get a get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Secondly, what I think it is, right, is I think I still have a lot of unprocessed trauma from when I was a teenager and obsessed. Right. Because like I think I learned all of my self-consciousness from my teenage years, basically. When we were just obsessed in uh, with the way we looked and how other people other people thought about us, whether we were cool. I'm just like I I, I, I kind of hope that the kids nowadays have so much access to so much media that they don't that they're not as hung up about this as we are. I, I, I think they're not as hung up about this because there's a lot more representation of difference out there. So they can surely find something that, that appeals to them. For sure. I think yeah. so. Yeah. But it's very funny that <laughs> you are stuck in this teenage thing that comes out with proximity to other teenagers. Do you not feel this? Okay, well, because you work with I'm teenagers. I'm always yeah. in the presence of teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel like that, I would die. I, I cannot. Yeah. I need to learn to develop a shield around this. And yeah. It's kind of <laughs> pathetic to me that I... Oh God, I sort of crave... Ah! 
affirmation from teenagers. It's like when I hang out with teenagers, I'm kind of like, hey, Girl. like, oh, um, what are you doing? No. Oh, I like your outfit. Or we, as they say, love the fit. We need to ah. two-step salsa ah. polka rumba away from ah. this, sister. We need to jazz away loving, from this. Loving the drip, Anthony. Oh, sorry, I meant ant. Uh, 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 no, no, we need we need to step away from this. Is that you cannot? This cannot. No, be I it. I think this might actually be my life. Like you catch me like at the age of forty, just hanging You're out like, with a bunch hey of guys, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, hey, hey, what are we doing today? We I was like, oh, okay, we're just gonna sit here and not have sex. Okay, cool, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, like back to hearts. Yeah. Stuff, but how, I, I, what, what did you think about it? Like it was, like saccharine sweet, not sexy at all, like kind of cringe I thought quite badly written on badly the line written. yeah the dialogue just felt a bit cringy to me but oh. the actors are very good oh are they yeah the actors are very very good okay the lead, the, the principles are very very good nice and um yeah I enjoyed I enjoyed it enough that I watched the whole thing in a single sitting and you know what it is I, I think and this wow. is this is something that Trixie and Katya said in their review of it it's yeah. probably healing for adults queers to look at a show like this where these two young boys are having a totally innocent kind of like um experience experience romantic experience and they're and all they okay first of all like all they do is kiss and like they and kiss, hold hands it's not there's so much kissing to the point where you're just like i think there's going to be a super cut of just them kissing <laughs> and it will it makes me a little uncomfortable just like even I get bored of kissing that much. Uh, okay, yeah. So much, uh, that much. That much kissing. Oh, wow. I got bored of looking at the kissing. Oh. Anyway, it's like, I, I think, yeah, maybe there's something quite healing for adult queers looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, like, thank you. Like the, can my, be like my, my inner child, yeah. my inner child feels seen by this. <laughs> Yeah, it was so it's Really? So sweet. You felt that? Yeah, I think part of me just went okay. like a, a bit like, oh. Okay. I also like that there was a kind of parallel thread where, and for those of you who have watched it, you'll know, there's a par- parallel thread where the, the, these two gay teachers, ah, the teachers also have a little yeah, bit yeah. of a thing. And mm. that was actually quite nice to see. Oh, okay. And I thought that was the strongest part of the, of the, of the season because it was like, the the awkwardness, the, the, the hesitation, the are you, are you or are you not gay kind of stuff doesn't stop. Happening in adulthood. It no, of course on. not. Yeah, it carries on. Especially yeah. for gay people yeah. because we are so stunted. We are stuck. It's actually what you are talking about. We are stuck in we are, teenage. We are, yeah, we, we, it's, it's arrested diff- development. Different levels of severity. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's really yeah. true. Yeah. Um, it was. Girl. <laughs> Sorry, we ate a lot of durian and I'm very <laughs> gassy now. <laughs> oh. Girl. One of the hardest things about gay dating used to be what remember it used to be that you wouldn't know it's it's like you still have to go over go over the is he gay hurdle yeah like and today still got that sometimes still still got got, still got no it's still because you meet someone new and you're just like oh he's very nice and attractive absolutely is he gay and then you start reading all the signs and then usually you're like and then you in your head in my head I invent this head canon where this person is like full faggot right and then like next day he turns out with his girlfriend I'm just like okay then then you are so depressed from being wrong (laughs) you just go into this miasma of shit feelings for a while Yeah. yeah but I remember as a teenager like the intrigue of figuring out who was and wasn't gay was very enjoyable. It was sexy. And it was always the most unexpected people who turned out to be fellow faggots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, wait, what? Wait, mean you? <laughs> like, what? You? Yeah. You're so, but you're so unfabulous. Yeah. Because you look at all the sports boys, like the Dragon Boaters, and mm. you want them to be gay, but they never are. Yeah, they never are. Yeah, it's always like the, <laughs> the AV club kid. There's a lesson in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge a book. Don't judge a book by Don't his judge cover. a book by No, no, no. Cover. But all those like allegedly straight boys in Dragon Ball thing in JC, right? Yeah. Are now all full blown faggots, right? They're no. probably one of the 49 men who got arrested. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like cleansing bell, cleansing bell. Too soon, too soon, too soon. Fuck Singapore's oppressive drug laws, honestly. Yeah, truly. Yeah, but also. Hey, I mean, yeah, what to do? I mean, these boys used to oppress me so whatever oh, <laughs> cleansing bell cleansing bell what cleansing I was bell. gonna say was that the question is not whether he's gay whether he's gay is, is he top or is he bottom or is he oh, butt which is a very is frustrating a thing. no but it's a very frustrating question yeah. I, I I yes okay I, I get that uh, penetrative sex is important for some people and anal sex is important for some people but I, I'm starting to think that 
it's not the be all and all of, of it of everything. And <laughs> I just want to stop you there, Kishan Kumar no, Singh, because there was once right. And not too long ago, oh, oh, where you, are I, you bringing I, receipts? I'm bringing out receipts, girl. Okay, but this is to demonstrate your growth, uh. <laughs> Where you once, where you asked me like, oh, what do you like? I, I hooked up with someone. And he said, oh, what yeah. do you guys do? And I said, oh yeah, we did this, we did this. And also, oh, you didn't have sex. I said, yeah, we had sex. We just didn't have penetrative sex. And I said, oh yeah, to me that's not sex. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Okay, I. Yeah, but now you've grown. I will. I will retract that, and I, I agree. Yes, it, 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 it is sex, but. Also, I think like two people who are in the same sexual position can have penetrative sex with other sorts of assistive devices. Digits. I mean, yeah, digits. You, you, yeah, digits. Your nose. Yeah, your <laughs> if you have a particularly sharp nose. Yeah, can. if you or have an aquiline nose. Y- your, your toe. Toes, you can. <laughs> your toe. Aww. Yeah, if you have an aquiline Aww. nose, exactly. Eyelash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's possible. So... I don't know, this, this question frustrates me it, sometimes. Okay, yes, it is yeah. a mental barrier. I do admit, yeah. it's like when I'm on like the Cursed app, right? Mm. I when I sometimes look at a cute guy, I go like, oh, you're so cute. I want to talk to you. But then I see that they identify as bottom, right? And then immediately something in me goes like, ah, next. You know, and it's, it's this, I think it's maybe peculiar to our generation of gays because I feel like the... Yeah. This is something I'm very ashamed of. Like mm. the way we are so like held down by yeah. this idea of like um partnership being tied to sexual roles. You Absolutely. know, it used to be growing up as like baby queers in the university, right? Mm. In the university. In the university. Only got one. In, in the university, right? <laughs> I remember someone go- I remember like distinctly having this thought in my head being like, oh, uh, he's very cute, but too bad he's a bottom. So we'll never be able to get together. Yeah, I remember you know, and I remember I, I, I probably also like turning people down as potential dates or whatever just because like they identify as whatever right absolutely and then it's just like when did being a top or bottom become an identity marker yeah and also like, and this be- is uh, something that was sorry to interrupt but it no. was really a kind of like um 2000s kind of like yeah. headspace remember that stupid song we have discussed this before what we have song? like um, that boy is a bottom oh, you know Willem it's, or yeah, whatever. it's the idea that like it's something that Either that you ha- that you're ashamed of, or that you yeah. identify with, and that you sort of like pretend that you're not. Is is uh, yeah? It's just very yeah. yeah. And also roles change. They do. They totally do. Like some people, uh, I hate the phrase, but some people say they go through the bottom phase or the top phase. Whatever f- phrasing aside, people do change and find pleasure in different sorts of things over time. And yeah. who, who's to say that you you're bottom today but it will not be a top tomorrow? So <laughs> you know what? Just roll. <laughs> With she's it, a bottom it's, today, but, but she's a, a top, top tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, just I, I don't know. I, this, this, this distinction frustrates me. And yeah, yeah. I think also, it isolates. as I get older, my idea of a good night in bed very often just involves lying down together yeah. and sharing our darkest fears about the future. So the heartstopper original, la. correct? <laughs> it's like I think we're regressing. To this like hand holding kiss only sort of teenage state, and no. you know maybe that's what I actually fully crave. Maybe you know, yeah. but you know what the the, the younger queers you were totally right. The younger queers have something now that recently came out on Grand. It's called sides. Did are, are they really claiming to have invented the term? No, side? but it, it it's it wasn't it wasn't in Singapore a lot like at the start of this year, and then suddenly there's a lot more, and you see it only oh, the younger sides people. Sides are people who just do like uh, non-anal stuff. Ah, right. Yeah, you know non-anal stuff. I'm, I'm not saying that they oh, invented it's it. What, it's what people used to call light fun on the apps. <laughs> <laughs> that term is still floating yeah. around. Light, light fun, fun. <laughs> and you give away your age if you say it one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. I, I think it's becoming the prevalence has increased. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I Amongst see the a young lot people. of people who one who just say their sides, and I'm like, oh, and that's yeah, it's quite okay. it's quite nice. It's very valid. Yeah, yeah you do use this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we are regressing, lah. <laughs> yeah, we are hand holding, touching. I mean, showing I, of the wrist. Okay, a bit. <laughs> listen. So like in London, I hooked up once, right? You know, for all the talk about having a lot of sex, I only ended up ha- having sex once. But you know what? Once in a lifetime, <laughs> ba- ma- 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 <laughs> like. It, he he was a very interesting character. Like um he, um, uh he's this like deeply closeted guy um, right. who was in town for a couple of days. Um, he's from originally from Sri Lanka, and Ooh. a very 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 sweet guy. And he's not out. Um, you know he only does these sort of like hookups. And so, you know, like we 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 started doing have we started having sex and stuff. And then like um, he we finished, and then he got. We just got to talking lah. Then we were holding hands and talking a bit, and he was just like telling me about all his fears about the future. He was like, "Oh, you know, I'm very afraid that like um, 
you know, I'm always go- I'm never going to find someone that I'm always going to just be doing these illicit hookups. And I was just like playing counsellor like, because I, I took it in my head that I'm going to leave this person better than when I found him. Wow. So I said, like, yeah, this is Jotan. This, this is Jotan's uh, hookup philosophy. <laughs> uh. eh, not problem. It's always try and leave people a little better than when you found them. Yeah. Hookup or any, any, any sort of experience. Any situation, any but hookups experience. especially. Huh? Yeah. It's not the test. Right? Okay. So anyways, <laughs> I was like, okay, I will leave you a little better than I found you. So like, you know, we just had really deep chat, mm. holding hands. And then he just suddenly got rock hard again. And I fucked me again. And I was like, oh my God. And then he said, yeah, I. it's because we started holding hands that I got really turned on. And I was like, Aww. That's very sweet. Yeah, and it's like for you know, I think for him he does has such he, he doesn't experience intimacy very you know, a lot of intimacy yeah. and a lot of genuine intimacy. And yeah. so when he did, I think it just like became very erotic for him. And then yeah, I that's, think that's great. So you know, this is just a kind of like addendum to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But how like holding hands sometimes is enough. <laughs> no, girl, I yeah, I feel I think you. So. Sometimes holding hand is enough. Sometimes holding hands is all you crave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Could we yeah. sound any more aged? No, more <laughs> so that you know why? It's because the gay community, they really go to wham bam, thank you, man, very fast. Yes. You know, they go like, oh, we're gonna have full on penetrative anal sex. Yeah, very it's quickly. practically and military grade, Correct, right? and we... <laughs> 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 just very military grade yeah, about the way we approach things. High concentration. It's like yeah. very like the kind it's of... SPF 500. Correct, <laughs> and it's like, you know, the kind of facial wash product that they advertise for men only where it's just like masculine scent. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the intimacy then becomes like... Eh? This one is so I can have, yeah. uh, you know? So yeah. it's, it's uh, radical softness. Gar- <laughs> yeah. Ooh. No, it is a thing. Radical yeah. softness. I mean, the kids I go around that. talking about radical softness all the time because they're just like, everything is always just so hard and high octane and intense. Well, wouldn't it be nice to just like soften up a little bit? I was like, oh, that's true. That's it, true of sometimes almost anything, anything, you know? Yeah. Not just not just the gay sphere with, with sex. It is like of capitalism. Everything can <laughs> just soften a bit. Yeah. It's just like tune down a little bit. Yeah, can we just, no, can we just stop? Stop. Yeah, just I- enjoy. Yeah, maybe we, this is actually what we're describing is entropy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, correct. Just, 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 just let it all diffuse. And and by go the time away. I'm sixty years old, sex to me will probably just be looking at each other across the room <laughs> and smiling. It's like this is enough. Under a veil. Yeah, under a veil. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, correct, correct. Mm, anyway, like you want to talk about something like these rings you saw. Yeah, correct. So, so like, uh, like it's related to this whole intimacy thing, right? So, I I found out that straight people are wearing something called pear rings. P e a r like the fruit, and it's this emerald turquoise colored ring that you wear to sing to to signify your single status. And if you see if you're wearing a pear ring, and then you see another person wearing a pear ring, you can basically go up to the person and introduce yourself, and then you would notice that each other's wearing a pear ring, and then it's it's basically just signifying that hey, I'm single, I'm out, I'm putting myself out here, I want to go on a date, and it gives you license to, I guess, talk to people without feeling. Awkward because they are ah. kind of pe- peacocking their single their singleshood. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes, yes. As, as a newly single person, how do you new, feel about no, it? I mean, not so new anymore, but, but it's just that I thought it was interesting, like to to make it very clear because dating apps, you that there's a step, right? You have to go on it, you have to activate it, then you have to set up profile. So you have to do things. Whereas a ring, this sort of ring, you just buy it and then you wear it and then you forget about it, but it's always there. Ah. So that level of showcasing and broadcasting was very appealing because you didn't have to do anything. Mm. You know, you were just saying that in the background going, hey everyone, I'm single, I'm very happy to meet people and go on dates. It's like the Pacific Salmon when they migrate. (laughs) What? Right? And then they go into the river... And then they spawn. change color. Oh, okay, okay. To yes, indicate yes. that they are they are they are ready to fuck. Is it the Pacific salmon? I don't know. <laughs> One kind of salmon. It's a fish. I was watching the new like Our Planet. Oh yeah, very nice, two, very, very nice. nice, very nice. Yeah, 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 but I I I I find this interesting. Like it, it sounds a bit kind of like disruptor bro to me. Like some some idiot probably went totally went, like how do we disrupt dating technology? Let's make a ring. Yeah, and sell like, it at twenty yeah, pounds by 20 the way. Pounds? Twenty Fuck pounds. Fuck off. Yeah. Like this one I can just own self go like <laughs> I might as well own self go spotlight and then cut out the <laughs> cut out one kind of 
teal color thing that I wear around my really like really? yeah and they're like oh we're disrupting dating it's yeah. just it's giving that I was just gonna say that like this technology is not new no. like the gays were doing this you know back right. in the day when they used to wear like those colored handkerchiefs in their back pocket and go to the clubs or even like the earring you know like uh, which ear is the gay ear the right oh, ear the the right ear yeah, yeah like you, you know like you, you send out these little quotes to other people right and I used to be you know like at the gay parties in Singapore even it used to be like you would wear these coloured wristbands of course so like it's like red colour means you're thicker green means you're like uh, single ready to mingle I forgot about that yeah and then like blue is don't touch me or whatever (laughs) (laughs) don't touch me yeah then maybe pink is like thicken but exploring yeah yellow is taken by a hole (laughs) and then like open whatever yeah so I think like this is like it's very rich to me again the straights taking this thing going like oh look at us disrupting dating it's like the gays were there way ahead of you is that Wei Ming is that Wei Uh, Ming's voice is that Wei Ming's voice oh oh oh, hey very clever very very good one question I have about this thing is like is it only for straight people Right, so so far the advert the adverts is all around straight couples. Like there's there's the advert even included that this girl don't know whether fake or not lah. The audio of this girl saying like, oh, she sees a guy with another pairing and she she got really excited. She's like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to him, and then they have this lovely conversation. But it's it seems very straight. Yeah, obviously focused. Yeah, it seems very straight focused. The idea of a ring and all that also, it just implies marriage, and marriage to me is also very st- still very yeah, heteronormative. Yeah, I feel like in a way, right, like. Just think about gay men specifically. I don't think we need rings like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I think gay men, we don't care whether single or not, we'll go for it anyway. Oh, you know what it's I mean? not okay. I mean, it's not okay lah. <laughs> it's not okay, but it's very that, isn't it? Maybe we need to get on the ring thing then. Yeah, maybe, maybe we need to maybe slow we, down or Maybe so. we need to all regress to a fi- form of like feudal monogamy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we need to put up the barriers again and like, yeah, uh, go like you know what guys? Yeah, like, I own this person, don't you come near him. <laughs> It say it say there were a gay version of this ring, right? Would I have the the courage to go up to a single gay man and say like, oh hey, I noticed you're wearing a pink ring. Let's say it's a pink ring. Right. It's like I'm wearing a pink ring. Hey, you wanna 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 talk? I don't I don't know if I would because the, while the ring may sing uh, signify and broadcast my singlehood and wanting to get out there into the dating game. I will not be able to get over my own insecurities about myself. How and you how, got insecurities? And how I look to other people? Really? Yeah. What are you talking about? I feel like okay, couple things, right? <laughs> couple things. Like part of why I think gay men don't need this ring is that like single gay men have a very specific energy signature to them. There's a kind of like um panic in the eye, especially above the age of thirty five. <laughs> What? It's like if you go to a gay bar, right? You know who was single just by looking at them. Oh my yeah. god, that's really bleak. I'm sister. saying this of myself as well. I'm that's saying this bleak. of myself. We just look like slightly ravenous and like. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. true. Obviously, I'm joking. Obviously, okay. <laughs> and secondly, like the other day, I was at a gay bar and my friend Daniel like dared me to go up to someone I found attractive and say, "Hey, you want to fuck?" He dared you. Yeah, and like I was so taken aback by that there because it's like. It's so direct, right? To go up to someone and say, hey, you want to fuck? But apparently some people are just totally comfortable at some point. Just doing that. Yeah. Oh, no. To, to me, that feels like too much. I know, right? But, but why does that feel too much? Because like on the apps, it's people say that. People, it's like on Grindr, yeah, people you will that. go up to someone and say, hey, you want to fuck? No, I, I will w- say worse than that. I, like, hey, I, you want to like fist me up the ass? Like some people would say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people would say and that. And yet yeah. here, delicate old me going up to a gay bar where like, you know, men are ostensibly there precisely to find someone to hook up with. Like, I can't bring myself to say, hey, want to fuck IRL. But somehow yeah. on the app with that with that media between us, it feels okay. Exactly. I yeah. think it's just hiding behind the screen again. Because it's, the risk of rejection just feels yeah, lower. So, correct. Right? And, and, and if, if that happens, then you can just run away or you can block. Yeah, but whatever. also, it's just, it's so hilarious to me the kind of things we will say to people on Grindr <laughs> that we would never say to them in their face. You know what? Yeah, yeah it's true. Isn't that, it's kind of wild, right? Yeah, it is wild. Yeah, yeah the dating apps, you you feel more free to say and send things that yeah. wouldn't do in real life. And the third thing I wanted to say <clears throat> was that, like, I... In response to, you know, you feeling like wearing a ring, you feel really insecure about the way you look, right? I have been riding this wind of confidence since coming back from London. You Beautiful. Know? It's just Beautiful. that I've been noticing people checking me out. And I was just like, if I had this little ring, I would wear it. And I would, if I would let my little like shine. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I, yeah, I would. And then it's like, if, I, if, if someone came up to me and said, hey, I noticed you're wearing a ring. I said, like, yeah, I want to fuck. And then like, <laughs> 
<laughs> this is how you put the company out of yeah. business. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I, I, I don't know. It's like I find it so hard to date and meet people. Yeah, yeah, and you know, maybe something like this is precisely what we need, right? Just maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, <sighs> because we've already tried like shouting it out on the podcast, and that's not work. <laughs> Knowing the gays, right? Yeah. The rings would come with some kind of like location service. <laughs> So like it would like rest like you know like the trace together like that like when it comes close to other it will start beep 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 and then like you keep following the signal until you arrive at some like alley somewhere and then, like f- and then suck each other's dicks. Not okay. Yeah, I feel like that is the gay version of this ring. Right? <laughs> yeah, it, it would just yeah, be. It would be like it would start buzzing as you get we closer. We are so perverse. Or it would be a kind of butt plug version of the ring. Ew. Oh, that's what it is. It's like a cock ring butt ring. Girl. Uh, it's like a cock ring butt plug combo, right? Like the tops where the the cock ring and the bottoms where the butt plug yeah. and then like when they walk close to each other like they'll feel it buzzing no. and then they'll have to and they <laughs> it's the top that they, and bottom that they thing add, girl I'm just playing to the market okay girl this is how we we should go on shark tank with this it's idea like <laughs> we should go on shark tank on this idea it's like the sharks do we have an idea for you <laughs> <laughs> I have been wanting to talk about a Barbie movie for a little while. Yeah, we yeah, watched it. We twice. watched it twice together. Together. <laughs> okay, what were your? Well, how did you feel about the movie? Initial impressions. Okay. Like, what did you like about it? What yeah. did you love? I I I didn't know it was gonna be so hard hitting at first. I just thought it was gonna be a crazy romp in Barbie's world, and we're just gonna feel good and whatever. But there was a lot of ideas about humanity, what it means to be a human. Um, stuff about patriarchy sure all of that but what what resonated with me as a as a man is <laughs> as, the, a man. The, as a man as a man as a human no as a, as a man it was the humanity aspect of it like what it means to be alive and what it means to feel everything that comes with um being a human you know such as sadness such as sadness regret mm. like happiness anger all of it the whole the whole gamut of human emotions that that's what makes you real and makes you you so that portion of it was quite lovely to watch yeah um there were there were there were weird bits here and there that the second time i watched it i really didn't like it was the the um, uh the song and dance portion didn't like Which that song and dance portion the kenza the ken ken one i didn't like even the first song and dance portion with the Oh, the Dua Lipa song ah uh, right i was like oh i i, I and it's just, just just me i'm not a fan of Choreographed song and dance portion wow, thing. What a fucking killjoy. So <laughs> You're such a killjoy. I just got really annoyed. What about Bollywood really, movies? I don't really like a lot of Bollywood movies. I know this is so controversial. Why is it controversial? You're allowed to like or but not I, like things. I don't like I feel like people will come at me uh, with this. I just don't like a lot of Bollywood movies. I it's very specific few few that I like. Okay, but anyway, I those aspects I didn't like. The one thing though that I relished very much from the movie was how angry it made the right. Ah. Uh, oh, it was delicious. Yeah, oh my god. That I Ben watched, Shapiro train. I watched he it. is on you watched the Ben I Shapiro screen shit. I could not. Ben Shapiro 45 minutes. Why would yelling? you do that to yourself? Because I just wanted to see how incoherent it was and he okay, was. Can I sidebar here? He Please. is like would let him fuck me. Yeah, oh. yeah, but it would be under very punitive circumstances, <laughs> la. Like I would fuck him as punishment for being who right, he is. Yeah, but right. he's he's not unattractive. I can't. Okay, wow. I'm really airing a lot of dirty laundry I on this podcast. So, yeah, I and I d- okay, fine. I, I also can't. I also can't. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you watched it. Yeah, I watched it, and 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 I I was so curious to what his um his followers would say and the YouTube comments. So many people who were initially on his side for most things said like you know what Ben Ben you've lost it yeah this, you've this, lost this the plot is not, entirely this is not the hill to this, die on this is you just crying at a movie it, fe- it feels like you are not okay like you know they, they laughed at him yeah yeah it, it's pretty shameful actually it's shameful yeah, it is and shameful like, calm down maybe this movie is not for you calm down but that's the thing about like right wing commentators right they think that anything that exists with any sort of like um like woke gesturing yeah. or woke politics. Modicum of wokeness. A modicum of wokeness is a, a slight against the entire right-wing yeah. movement. Should be stamped And it should be stamped out. Yeah. It's this very weird kind of like this Too cannot much. be allowed to existing. Yeah. I mean, like my favourite... I mean, I just find it very amusing how like these right-wing men watch that movie and all they can take away from it is that, oh, um, this is about... uh. The, sup- the inherent superior- superiority of women over men is very anti-man. It's saying that the Goodness. world should be run by women. I'm like, 
that's in fact not what the film is saying. The film mm. is basically a kind of very straightforward argument for how patriarchy damages everybody. Yeah. You know, everyone under patriarchy suffers. Mm-hmm. This is very straightforward. Um, and, you know, it's kind of... Uh, using the plight of the Kens as a parallel for, you know, real world... The, the, the place of women in the real world, right? Which is that they are often yep. marginalised. They are not... You know, it's very clear and transparent. I didn't even think it was, like, super political. Like, mm. the feminism... Of it felt familiar and quite internet-y to me. Internet-y? It felt like, you know, a certain form of, like, yeah, um, yeah. internet feminism. You know, it's just a little bit past girl boss feminism. Right. Yeah. I, I thought it was very interesting in that regard. I Like, I too found the film very life-affirming. Yeah. Like, especially the end when she just sort of, like, transitions to human, right? I found that, that, that montage of home videos... Uh, you know, set against the dappled sunlight coming through the leaves. I thought that was really beautiful. It was. It and was I love so all beautiful. the little odd moments in the film where, you know, like <laughs> that way when she turned to the old lady and says, you're very beautiful. I was just like, okay, so there's a strange little like bits of um, weirdness that popped through like that that I found very... Oh, very, you liked very it? Very beguiling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that particular moment too. Yeah. It served no... No, no, it did. I think what it so what, what that moment represents to me is that she's having this overwhelming sense of the world and sure. she looks at someone and just goes, oh, you're so beautiful. Right, right. Yeah. Well, what I meant to say was that the woman doesn't come up again at all. Yeah, but, but that's what makes it special. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what makes it special is yeah. all these fleeting encounters, yeah. right? I totally agree. I, I, I found like the postmodern silliness of the film at first quite <laughs> funny because like I think we've been very trained as a sort of um, audience to mm-hmm. respond very well to meta fiction and right. to irony. You know, we love it when something is self-referential. Yeah. And our immediate gut is to like reward the cleverness of it with a laugh. And honestly, a lot of it really genuinely was very silly. And I felt the film had a kind of like it was generally very ironic. So mm. even those dance sequences that you found so tiresome, I found them camp. You know, in a yeah. sort of like they are very knowingly excessive and stupid at this point. Yeah. And that the aesthetic of it was very interesting to me. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I found parts of it a little overwritten and parts of it very underwritten. Like, mm. I found the whole America Ferreira character with the daughter thing, you know, just a touch underdeveloped. Oh, yeah? In narrati- as a narrative. Because, like, she she comes in almost, like, halfway through the film, right? And then, yeah. like, um, there's very little character development there. And then suddenly, she and her daughter have repaired their relationship. And it just oh, all yeah. felt just a bit, like, touch and go. And, you know, I remember reading an interview somewhere that Greta Gerwig said that this is a film... She wanted to make a film about mothers and daughters. But I'm not sure that was coming out. No, I don't think it really... Yeah. <laughs> Did she say that? Yeah, oh, I think okay. I read an interview somewhere that she wanted this to be a film about mothers and daughters. And I'm, I, I think, like, there are definitely aspects of aspects that. Of there's it, definitely like. aspects of it. But it just felt all a bit superficial. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the thing I found, ultimately, now that I've watched it twice, right? So all these things are minor gripes. And I feel, you know, people are... F- are talking about this film as if it's some kind of revolutionary thing that's bringing people back to the cinema and like kind of like rescuing cinema from the really? dold- yeah from the doldrums of like years of uh, slavery under the Marvel, Marvel system. Cinematic Universe. Yeah, <laughs> and that kind of bro like um, militarist agenda. So yeah, breath of fresh air in that regard. Okay. I, I think where I, su- I slightly found the film a bit queasy making and this was especially apparent to me on the second watch mm. was the whole the presence of material Mattel in the film. Uh. So, like, as I understand it, like, Mattel obviously is one is a producer. It's one of the producers or is it like co-producer? It's like, yeah, it's definitely yeah. putting money into the show, obviously. Definitely, it's the IP. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. the IP and they're yeah. putting money into the show. And they're also represented in the film by, like, um, you know, Will Ferrell and his, like, board of cronies, men, yeah. men right, who yeah. sort of, like, are sort of bumble through the film mm. in this kind of silly kind of non-intrusive way. They're not actually contributing to the action. It's a very but comic just, yeah. manner. La. But it's a very strange thing of like, you know, like, 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 like Mattel just in, like being in the, f- in the film and constantly taking jibes at its corporate, its corporate culture. Was that uncomfortable? Making? It was very uncomfortable for me because like, I, 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 I've been unpacking it over the f- past couple of days and it just feels like, was this a kind of like, nod to the audience going like, yeah, we're aware. Our awareness of ourselves and our complicity, we're playing it for laughs and that somehow exonerates us or somehow, um, uh, yeah, exonerates us, I think, from criticism in a way. And so you are allowed to relax 
you, the audience, allowed right. to relax and enjoy this film um, because we have taken care of the criticality and you don't have to worry about like the politics of this film. And we're absolved from any sort we're of absolved. Blame. Thank you for that word. Absolution. There's an absolution, right? Yeah. I find that creepy. This is p- the beginning of the Mattel Cinematic Universe, basically, <laughs> where there's a whole bunch of like you know, Mattel properties that are now going to be turned into huge blockbuster films, right? And yeah, they've already got like, uh, like I can't remember. Is there something in the yeah, pipeline? Yeah, I, I, I don't have it on hand right now, but like basically what happened was Mattel, like when this new CEO took over, he was like, the way this company is going to survive is to... To is, break into cinema? Is to break into IP. So it's to not, is to not like it's not about toy manufacturing, but to license out the IP that we really that we have. So our archive, right? So what they did was they basically opened up this big warehouse, invited all these film directors and you know artists to come and like pick a Mattel product that they wanted to turn into a film. So no. that is how the Barbie movie eventually got made because someone obviously came in and said, let's make a film about Barbie. And This is Lego all over again. Correct. Is this, so it's, it's MCU yeah, a little bit all it's over It's basically again. that, right? So... And, and so disgusting. So on that level, I mean, I think it's whatever. It's a business decision, you know, <sighs> whatever, right? But I just like... It's, 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 I feel like the film then inserting this big corporate presence into itself and then like letting it making it take the piss out of itself almost as a form of absolution for the yeah. corporate interest yeah. in it just feels a bit like creepy to me yeah it yeah. does it, now that you phrase yeah, it it's like it they can have it's like they yeah it's like oh it's just gently critical of Mattel but Mattel is putting money into it yeah so it's like how actually critical can it be yeah um and it's maybe just a bit tongue-in-cheek, but it's like Mattel can have its cake and eat it as well, which I find just a bit creepy. And I noticed this mm. as well on um, the latest season of Black Mirror, uh, season five of Black Mirror, which came out on Netflix, right? And there's like, I don't know if you've seen it. I have. But yeah, like, which one? Which so, episode? So, no, no. So like Streamberry, which is this fictional streaming service in the season in season five of Black Mirror is yeah. basically a stand-in for Netflix, right? Yeah, the season five episode yeah. one. That so one, season yeah. one, uh, season five episode one, Joan is awful. Yeah, uh, features like a kind of like metafictional uh, fable about a woman whose life is being turned into a Netflix yeah. TV series against her will, but because apparently she signed off her rights or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then like it's also about all these actors mm. uh, who signed off the rights to their faces being used. Their images, to, yeah, yeah, their, yeah. Their images being used um, to, you for know, any sort for, of for AI for AI generated content. That's right. And so, you know, and also it's a, it's it's kind of like criti- critiquing the kind of algorithmic way in which Netflix makes and distributes content. Right? Yeah. And then, but then because it takes, you know, it's very, I find it very strange that a show on Netflix is taking the piss out of Netflix's. Uh, uh, mode of operation yeah, the way they do things and, yeah. and you know I, I watched an interview with Charlie Brooker who made Black Mirror and he was like apparently Netflix was very open to the idea I said yeah 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 go for it and I just found it very cre- again eerie a little creepy that like this totally um, kind of like amoral business and actually some mm. you could argue they're quite immoral in some ways right is pointing out allowing someone to point out on its own platform, all the problems with the way it's like, you know, dealing with people's rights and images and all of that. And they make money from it. And make money from it. And as if like, having this form of self-reflexive criticism makes, again, makes it abso- okay. absolves them yeah. of it. Um, I just find it very creepy. It's very <laughs> creepy to me. It's very, very creepy to that me. That they can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, because uh. like, again, this is set against, you know, against the backdrop currently of like the writer's strike that's happening in the USA. And then the yeah. Actors Guild is also going on strike precisely because of the reasons that like this episode, Joan is awful, pointed out, right? Like writers are afraid that they are going to, you know, that, that um, they, you know, they're going to be replaced by AI. AI and actors, uh, you know, railing against like some of the terms around the uses of their image, whatever, mm, whatever. Mm. It's just like so. Basically, this is the this is the point. I feel like there's something interesting happening in media right now. Media is now absorbing all of these, act, you know, bad faith actors mm. uh, that are responsible for a lot of like injustices and who represent a lot of kind of problematic corporate greed. Um, and allowing them to absolve themselves yeah. in the very media that they are presenting. Yeah. And it's like, do they really think we're that well, dumb? I guess when when it's couched in all sorts of management things, people tend to forget. You know, yes. and, and like what you say, like like they go like, aha, they're making fun of themselves, this is funny, yeah. and, and then they forget to think about 
these things. I mean, I, I, I didn't think about it like that until you mentioned it, you know? So, yeah. I, mean, I didn't. On the first pass, you know, the, think about I found it, the right? Will Ferrell character in the Barbie movie like fucking hilarious lah, because oh. Will Ferrell is distractingly funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't you can't him. stand Will Ferrell. I can't yeah. stand him, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just feels very smug to me. Mm. Yeah, like I ultimately found the presence of Mattel in the Barbie movie very smug and I on the second watch I actually found it just a little bit like repulsive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I it was got just away like, with it. Like narratively they weren't really contributing anything to it. They it just felt like they were there waving this flag going like, yeah, we're mm. aware, ha ha ha. Almost to say, yes, you can relax and just turn off your brain and just enjoy this silly movie. You know, uh so I feel like this movie also wants to have its cake and eat it, right? It wants mm. to be a silly movie that has important things to say and that wants to gesture towards being kind of like very politically progressive, but then it's also wrestling with the contradiction of being um, largely funded by this huge corporation. Right, right. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't know, maybe this is not ultimately a negative thing. Maybe this is the only way in which to wrestle with these contradictions. Yeah. Right? It's like how in Singapore, like art is made with government funding. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, we wrestle with it every yeah, day. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, what to do. How are we going to yeah. do? I mean, this really is the simulation we are living in where I yeah. feel we're just going to be endlessly inundated by... New um, things? By content and everything being turned into content. Like, there's going to be fucking... I don't know, movies about, like, there's going to be a Coca-Cola movie one day. You oh, know? Has it not already happened? You see, it's like, I, I don't I even know. Remember. It's like, everything can be turned into content now. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be content about everything. Yeah, yeah, and like, when, when, like, when, when will anything, when will any of it be, like, genuinely good and human and, and moving and humanitarian? Actually, I don't it's know. quite frightening to think everything that is we like are living so in an advertising world. We're flooded with information all the time. Yeah. It's, no, it's no wonder that the youngins are just having all sorts of mental issues and don't want to have sex <laughs> because if you've grown up yeah, if you've grown up with sex being advertised to you and being used to advertise from a yeah. young age I what's would, so special about yeah, it what's anymore? so special about it and are we turning to our parents <sighs> what's so special about sex if you keep talking about it <laughs> oh no wait what do you mean like our, par- like, our parents we shouldn't talk about this so much because it's a special thing <gasps> I remember this line. Right? I remember this line of thought where it's just like, yeah, you know, you want to make it special for yourself, yeah. you should not think so much Th- about it. Exactly. Yeah. Are we Are we that? Shit. Oh, this no. This is... No, I, every day I get, like, worried that I'm turning more conservative. You know, is that Girl. thing your parents used to say to you? It's like, yeah, now you're very politically... You're very politically... Wo- uh, wo- uh, wo- uh, like, yeah. I'm very critical. Uh, uh. Next time you will see, you become more... You become more pro-government one. <sighs> I mean, I'm not saying that has happened to me yet. <laughs> I'm not saying that has happened to me yet. Because looking, I mean, like, when you look around you right now, especially the Singapore politics, right, I can't yeah. see anybody becoming more, more government. It's like, have you seen the lineup for the presidential election? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on with it's, this? Like, uh, Taman Shambhugaranam and, and three, uh, three Apek. Three <laughs> Chinese Apek. Some of them look like Chikope. Uh, is yeah. it giving the vibe? It's giving Chikope energy. It's, yeah. it's, it's not cute, girl. I'm like... Yeah. I mean, like, as okay, what what are your thoughts on the presidential election? I think I, I think it's very clear that Taman is going to win. In my in my opinion, I don't sure. know, and I, I, we don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. But in my opinion, I think that people are definitely going to vote for him because people really like Taman, and Taman has been a regular face. People know Taman, right? Yeah. And people want wanted him to be the PM for the longest time, yeah. and I guess this is like a a soft way of giving him power. No, it's a very strategic a, way of so, getting so. him out of Lawrence Wong's way. I think, well, this is, this is my it's point of view. Speculation, so, yeah. It's speculation. It's my point of yeah, view. Yeah, it's as my well. opinion. Don't add me. Yeah, don't but add it's me. very convenient, right? Yeah. Like, it would be very convenient if that were the case because, like, right. Lawrence Wong needs a lot of legitimacy to take over the PAP. Yeah. And if there's someone there who is actually a popular candidate from the people mm. who have been, you know, yeah. expressing their interest in him running the PAP, it's not good for Lawrence Wong, right? And it also placates the public. I say like, okay lah, maybe not PM, but okay lah, president. Yeah, but, but I don't think it's placating the public because everybody you thinks... Don't? No, I... Well, okay, maybe like me and my set, right, of people, we look at the presidential presidential election with a great deal of skepticism. Same. Because yeah. like, we, we know that it's essential, essentially a ceremonial role. It's figurehead. Uh. You know, past presidents have all sort of been like establishment figures anyway. Yeah. So it's not necessarily... It's not actually a voice that's meant to keep the... Yeah. It's not a role that's meant to keep the ruling government in check. Yeah, and I, I don't agree. think that's how it's meant to be. It's not how it's designed, right? I agree. So, w- 
that's it. That's why I think uh, that's why I think people vote for Tam because he's so popular and they, they they're the three people who we don't know who they are. And <coughs> yeah, but we see we're seeing a lot of them. We're seeing a lot, a lot of, of them. them. I mean, I don't know their names, but that's the that's the wow. Doesn't isn't there that 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 video of one of them going around introducing his forty five? Okay, he's like fucking ninety five or something, and his <laughs> his fiance is forty five years old. Or yeah, something. I mean, I mean, we're, we're here for different age differences. I mean, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am here for huh? it for, for big age gaps for big but, age gaps you know gaps. it's giving it's like okay no tea no shade no judgement but it's giving got drink Martel wear Rolex <laughs> kind of in the goblet in the Arpeg, goblet right? uh, in the goblet it's giving epic that kind of epic energy right it's it's giving slightly chikopek, ah, yeah. but like don't yeah. want to say lah. It's giving it's giving weird energy. <laughs> like part of me feels right, like we should all you know, because like I was at dinner yesterday and then my friends were like they were so disgusted by the presidential election and they, they were like they want to spoil their votes, right? And I was like, don't yeah. spoil your vote. We should all vote for the chikopek. Girl, I have thought about this. <laughs> I really have I was like, oh, so the, the government wanna do this, right? The government wanna give us Taman to vote for, right? Thinking that maybe oh everybody vote for it, I will do the exact opposite. Vote for the chikopek. Oh, yeah, one vote of for one, the, one, vote for one of the chicken. One of them. And then can imagine <laughs> if can you imagine <laughs> and if, out of Can you imagine <laughs> if the president of Singapore is this sleazy bro cream chicope? <laughs> on the global stage he's just there going <laughs> I mean this is that is the president Singapore deserves like on the world stage this is who I want to see representing us because he is, a, president, he, is is a, he is my president <laughs> he is a man of the people oh, yeah but, but I think that will not happen I, at, on polling day will I have will I want to do that I will want to do that you know what I'm actually I'm going to do that I'm going to I'm declaring now I'm declaring now your voice is a secret please Oh, my vote is a secret, but I'm declaring now that I will not be voting in the predicted way. <laughs> I mean, very it's just good, kind of good. like, they want to try and game us, we game them back. Uh, it's mm. like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's also, like, Although we must be la. careful to say that, like, the public comms around this is that, uh, obviously, Taman has very willfully volunteered. Uh, he has. He has really willfully uh, he wants to be president. Yeah, he came up to yeah. me and he said, you know what, I'm going to do it. Yes. I, will, I will tender my resignation. Yes. So and when he tender his resignation, no need to worry about his GRC. His yeah. GRC very quickly can, yeah. can not, take care of. Not like when Tan Chuan Jin, yeah. uh, Marine Parade, affair, huh? Marine Parade y'all special. have special needs. Uh. We Lot got the beach. Your high SES. We got the beach. We got the beach. Y'all got beach. We need to take care of the correct, beach. Correct. Jurong, uh, I don't know, got beach or not. You know? Mm. So different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we must be careful not to suggest that uh, there was any sort of like uh, strategic yeah. No, you know don't have anything strategic or yeah. deliberate about this? Uh, no, Nothing. No, no. Taman okay. did it of his own volition. He did. He did say he, it. He did do it of his own volition. Correct. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he does strike me as a sort of man who will not do anything against his will, la. Yeah. He seems like an independent thinker. Yeah. 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 Have Although he's also an establishment figure who has been in the PAP for twenty two years. You know. Yeah. So it's like now he's having all this. He's giving all. He's making all this like these noises about being independent and being mm. like objective. But it's like, can you really take the man out of the PAP? But can you take the PAP out of the man? I mean, I don't know. We, we'll, see, don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But maybe we won't because maybe the country will overwhelmingly vote for one of these chico picks. <laughs> I'm calling it. Fingers. I'm crossed. fingers crossed. <laughs> Okay, well, I think um, that's enough for today. We've gone on for quite a while. We have. Very we excited have. to be back in the game. Girl. Looking forward to making more episodes of you. Love to be back in the studio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by, my, by the studio, we mean my bedroom. Yeah, your bedroom. Hey, thank you, dear listeners, for listening to yet another episode of T42. This is Vin Joel signing off. And this is Kishan. Bye. Bye bye. for the Chico Pit. Hey, besties. Hey, girls. To entice you to join our Patreon, mm. we are giving you a little taster yeah. of some of the special content we've got up there right now. Just to whet your appetite. Oh, um, what's your name, intern? Uh, my name is Cindy Chua. Oh, I thought you were a boy. <laughs> oh, hi, Cindy. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, what are your pronouns? <laughs> Uh, is uh, she her? She her. No okay. one has asked me this before. I'm in there. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. You know, you should really try instituting that as mm. a practice because, like, you know, your voice is very ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, is that you, Cindy? I can tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So thank you, Decor. Uh, thank you for that suggestion. Um. Can I ask? You know, like, um, why, why you thought of Decosh? I don't know that because he uh, just come out. The people don't like him. I don't like. No one will miss him, lor. Hmm. 
that's that's very dark, girl. Uh, no. You know, like I think, hey, um, Sister Fong, I think you should be a bit uh careful about who you're surrounding yourself with. She's one of my best interns. Okay, you don't anyhow say her. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. This getting a bit creepy. Can you please leave the room um and let the men do the talk? Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, um, so let's maybe question Mark on Dikosh or just mm. kind of like strike him out. We'll strike um, him out, lah. Let's, okay. let's, yeah. Uh, I, oh, I, it's looking like a, like a, like a, like a lost hope, lah. What do we do? Can you faster or not? Can I tell you what's going to happen if we don't find someone to blood sacrifice? Oh my you god. You know what? Oh, there will be earthquakes. Earthquakes in Singapore, okay? There will be earthquakes. There will be forest fire. It's starting in Marichi, okay? Um, how, how, how do you know this? What? How do you know? Natural we, disasters. We consulted all the past 10 years 4D winning number and then we used it to compare against our numerological chart wow. and then we used it to compare against topographical maps of the country. Wow, the science is strong. Eh? The, yeah. Uh, oh. wow. Kanji, Marichi and... Ishun. <laughs> and Ishun. Uh, so oh this my is where God. the forest fire will start. This I is where it. the earthquake will start. Ah. Go, go. What, what do we do? This is an emergency. Um, literally an emergency. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, sorry. Stephon, Pasiris, 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 nothing. Okay. Nothing. But very serious. Very serious. And then if we let it go any longer, uh, 10 days after National Day, the waters, the sea water will rise uh, and then cover the whole island. Wow. Um, okay, this is um, that's, oh that's pretty God. serious. Lucky we live on the yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Huh? You and me. Uh, the flat how high uh, Sister Fong uh, Maybe about 8 stories Oh 8 stories Okay mm, I'm on the 12th floor I'm on you. the 10th floor yeah. Yeah, but, 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 but we still need to okay, deal with um, this We need to deal with oh, this Oh okay. shit That's pretty serious www.patreon.com Slash T42podcast Enjoy